We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014, period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. All right, we're back at Biting the Bullet. Um, it's Sunday. We're recording this later than we've ever recorded, I think, an episode. Uh, we used yeah. to record on Sundays and release on Wednesdays, but we haven't recorded on a Sunday and released on Monday, I don't think, since we started recording or letting go on Mondays. Yeah, we, uh, we've been busy the last couple of weeks and different things. Yeah. I had holiday season. I was sick. I had you, you were gone fucking yeah, yeah I was gone sick gone and you've been fucking working like crazy too yeah I just been busy but yeah and then usually we lately we've been recording a lot on Thursday nights and then we always put it out Sunday and uh, honestly I think me and Luke just weren't really feeling it that, that Thursday we were a little tired through the week so we we're like yeah we didn't even text each other, so I think yeah, that was we didn't even text sign. each other. <laughs> that was the sign of like both of us didn't really want to do it. <laughs> but we're I gonna totally make it f- up. I, I forgot what day it was. To be honest, this week fucking was weird. The in the ending, like coming toward the end of the year, is always kind of weird. Like everything kind of like yeah. slows down. It's not. But as it goes by quick. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know even. Like working my jobs, it's like, um, there's not a lot like, to do. Yeah, I think there's not as much to do anymore. No one's like, it's not the tempo slows down. There's people kind of get that mentality of like, eh, who gives a fuck, dude? And like, it's Christmas <laughs> mentality. Like, yeah. I, yeah. we got that in the Marine Corps. Like, I remember, yeah, those, like, we didn't do shit those month that month, dude. Like, yeah. we come out of the field like, the week before Thanksgiving. All the way to after New Year's, like the week after New Year's, we didn't do shit. Yeah, well, not in twenty nine. Remember, we uh, in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, they they had the big ass field op. We always had to do what was that? Yeah. What was it called? What was it called? I don't remember. Like I don't even remember. But it was like the whole base, like all, everyone at twenty nine Palms is like involved in this. Like, it's like the biggest field op that we do through like a yearly or something i don't fucking yeah. remember oh, fuck what's it called desert no it's not I desert but i always hated because they always i mean it made sense to do it that time because it's not so hot it's you don't want to be like fucking it's honestly in the better. summer and it's probably better waking up in the cold desert sucks though but i always hated that but after we got back from that field op Nothing. not like nothing like i mean i yeah. mean we that 
Like I couldn't even tell you what I pretended to do that month during the Marine Corps. Like I, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. My my industry right now is super slow too. We uh, November and December we're always slow. Like we're always slow every year. So it's kind of like the same thing where it's just like, yeah, I'm just showing up for a paycheck at this point. Like <laughs> like we're just yeah. making shit up as we go, and then January first we're back to like full speed ahead so i'm kind of i'm like tuned off at work (laughs) just like bro i don't give a shit like you guys can't tell me anything like um but at the same time it's like you have weird things that come up and it just drags out your fucking drags out your day or Mm -hmm. you feel busier than you are and it's like because they're just making shit up and so i think that's kind of where feel like everybody's kind of in that mode, especially blue collar work, like actual blue collar work, not like retail or anything else. But if you're out there doing any kind of trade or anything like that, like you have, you have a lot of made up shit going on during November and December that you're just like, I'm fucking done. Every time you get home, you're like, I'm done with the day. I don't feel like doing shit. I can't wait for the breaks to happen. You get your Christmas break and your little New Year's break. And it's just like, I'm just waiting for that. Yeah. Well, I, I, that's one, one thing I always hated is like uh, the idea of like, oh, we gotta, we gotta find busy work for you guys to do. Like, yeah. And it's like, they're making, they literally are just like looking around and making shit up for you to do while, so they can pass the time and excuse to like give you a paycheck. Like, (laughs) it's just like they make shit up, dude. I don't know. I always, but I always liked, um, I, I, I think the main reason like being in the like in the Marine Corps and then like even being like the job I am now, like those two weeks and be like Christmas and New Year's are always like been the best because you get so many days off. No one gives a fuck even like hardly even care if you like show up. They just kind of need a, a body there just to so they can claim like, OK, he's here, you know, like, <laughs> but other yeah, than that, we don't like, always have somebody shit. go to the shop. Yeah, we'd always have somebody go to the shop and then everybody else was doing things and the person at the shop would just chill on their phone and be like, oh yeah, he's here today or she's there today. And everybody was just like in their rooms chilling. Yeah, yeah. yeah Don't dude, get it's... seen until, you know, 1500, 1600, Batman. Then you can do whatever yeah. the fuck you want. It's like, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's been in our culture for a long time, dude. Maybe our, like our people are just like, when it's Christmas and New Year's time, we ain't doing dick guys. Like we're, we we stop, we stop being, everything calms down. I mean, hell dude, back in like World War One, they stopped, they stopped war. They stopped war. they (laughs) They stopped war, dude. Just so they can go like kick a ball around and like sing some carols together like you're like okay the, for some whatever you think about it dude this is like a, a impact on a human level where like everyone's like hey we're chilling this week guys we are chilling. Yeah, we, we ain't doing shit <laughs> that shit's funny well and you know maybe that's why maybe that's why the uh iraq and oef and oif vets are all fucked up is because Iraqis were like, we don't give a fuck if it's Christmas. We'll fucking bomb you on that day, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. Allah Akbar, mo- motherfucker. We don't believe in Santa. <laughs> is, is, the, is there, uh, like, do Muslims have a 
like a Christmas, like or like a Muslim <laughs> version of that, dude? Like I, I don't know. I have no idea. I've never looked. They probably have something similar. Look it up. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. I'll look it up right now. There's no like like is there the the Muslim Kwanzaa? Like I don't know. The Kwanzaa isn't that like a made? <laughs> isn't that made up though? I guess all I holidays are dude. made up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> When was Kwanzaa invented? <laughs> um, Kwanzaa is from the 26th to the 1st. First. Um, it was first created by activist Malana Karenga based on African harvest festival traditions from various parts of West and Southeast Africa. Kwanzaa was first celebrated in 1966. Fake. It's basically the LDS of Christmas. It's basically the Mormon religion. It says Muslims do not celebrate Christmas. Yeah, but do they have like a similar Christmas holiday? Okay, Muslims have a holiday like Christmas. Okay, I'm not. I'll try to e, pronounce this. Eid. Yeah. Okay. It, Eid. I was gonna say the whole thing. It says Eid al Fitr and Eid al Adha. Hmm. It says which are celebrated by the Muslims worldwide. Both holidays occur on dates in the uh, lunar Islamic calendar, which is different from the solar-based Georgian calendar. So they are observed on different Georgian dates each year. Well, what the fuck, dude? Why are we using different calendars? Do people... It's because our calendar's fucking made up, bro. Our calendar's well, okay. fucking stupid. I kind of... I mean, I don't know. Like, really, I... I, I kind of wish a lot of times we used the metric system. Like, that's just what our standard was. Because yeah. that's what we used well, no, in the like, military. Like, our actual... Our actual calendar should be like we should have. I think it was like three hundred. If we technically did it correctly with the rotations of the Earth, we should have like three hundred and sixty-four days a year or three hundred and sixty-six days a year. It's like one or the other, and like one of the days is like um, a third. It's like a third of a day or something. Like we don't actually yeah. have the correct rotations to the year. We're just making that yeah, shit up. That's like why we have to have like a, a leap full, year. Yeah, but if we just did it correctly, which got changed because of the Romans and Caesar, that's why July is, it's like the, what, what do we call our calendar? The, uh, the, this uh, thing said the Georgian, Greg, wait, is ours... G-R-E-G-O-R-I-A-N, Gregorian, 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 yeah. What's our calendar called? Yeah, the Gregorian calendar. It was by Gregor, the, I don't even know what, XIII, is that 13, I think? Um, Gregor the 13th in 1582, uh, with a, and then oh, Julius Caesar fucked shit up. Oh, Julian, the Julian calendar. The Julian calendar is 13 days behind the Gregorian calendar. Because, oh, okay. when it was adopted, I forgot. There was like, there's like a time in 1582 where it was adopted. And if you look at the October of that year, it goes from like the third 
to the fucking 26th. It's like October in 1582. It goes October 3rd, and then the next day is October 26th or some shit like that because they had to, you know, fix it to the time period yeah. that we were in. I don't know. It was fucking retarded. Like, could you imagine like being like your brother was born on the, I don't know. I just think it's weird. Like it, like the next year yeah. you just, it just returned to, all right, now we have uh, the whole 14 days that we missed. I don't know. It's weird. Um, everything in our history is made up and we don't know a damn thing about it. And it was all made up because of egos and people wanting their name on something, which is basically how yeah. business works. We have to do well, these then- hazard assessments before jobs. And it was because somebody came up with an idea to do these hazard assessments that literally don't go anywhere. They just are a percentage in a machine that if you don't do enough, like for each job, then you can get in trouble for it. But nobody reads the hazard assessments and they don't help us out. If we go back the next year to tell us about the hazard assessments, just because somebody was like, I think this is a good idea that they have to fill out something. And that's like with everything. Like if you look at the history of everything, like that's what leaders do too yeah and then well like i know china because like china's new year they use some other weird ass calendar because it'll be like um two or a month two months later or something like that and it, like all of a sudden it'll be like chinese new year i'm like what kind of fucking calendar are they on dude and then yeah, like i don't know the north koreans their calendar starts when like their leader was born <laughs> like their their fucking thing is like I don't even know, like 200 yeah, years or something like that. I don't even think they're that old. I think they're like, you know, they're, they're younger than the United States. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I think because I think it's the birth of like the first uh, Kim leader, yeah. which I think it was the great grandpa of the one now or something like that. Yeah. So it's like all everything's bullshit. Uh, yeah, nothing means anything. <laughs> everything is pointless your life is a lie <laughs> your life is a lie uh, it goes off on this it earth starts and... 1912 this fucking yeah. calendar starts dude i just looked it yeah, up dude. it's now i guess it's a hundred and what 10 years old oh my god this is weird yeah so it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. We don't do anything correctly. We've strayed from tradition and we deserve to peril and burn for it. So, you know, welcome to 2023. I hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah. We're walking into 2023 like that. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is, this is the attitude you should have going forward. Like, yeah. And um, I will, I will say it is coming to the end of 2023. I thought, I still have a little bit more time. I said Joe Biden would have I give I gave him two years as our president. But if he's still a president in January, then I kind of like, I don't know. I think think they I think they weakened at Bernie's this shit for as long as possible. You you think? Yeah, you think they just. Yeah, damn. I don't I don't I don't think they they can get away with Kamala. I don't think they can get away with Kamala being I think if they have Kamala there, they're like, oh, this is a guaranteed loss in um 2024 how are they gonna they're just gonna wheel this corpse around everywhere dude yeah dude. yeah yeah 
I guess it's if working. he dies in his second term, if he dies in his second term, then he dies. If he dies, he dies. Yeah. It's like, oh. I mean, there might be some like dim that comes, comes around in the next two years that might be able to run in the 2024 election. But right now, Do I you, think all they got is Biden. That's why 2023 is going to be interesting because 2023 is election years. Election campaign start in 2023. So, well, gonna you know completely ignore all that content obviously so (laughs) you got trump coming people are now people are getting behind desantis trump's nfts that is disgusting that is the stupidest thing ever oh my god dude they sold out they sold out that's why that's what i'm saying dude he he is single-handedly destroying the republican party when he well when and when I first saw it, because he made it like a oh, big announcement, he put it on his true truth social or whatever he calls yeah. it. But and um uh but so then I I mean I was just paying attention on Twitter and then the next day I thought it was a joke when it was like, Oh, Trump announces NFTs, and I was like, Oh, I think it's kind of funny, like he's kinda and then it it ends up as serious like he's actually posting these like and they're like pretty cheesy nfts they're not even like that really that Mm -hmm. clever it's like his face on like a superhero body like superman like what the fuck but yeah Yeah. that was pretty gay dude and super gay but i was shocked when they sold i mean i guess i shouldn't be that shocked but they sold out that's so fucking crazy that they sold out of those like nft that's one yeah, thing I still with, don't really especially understand. Especially with all the problems of NFTs, like everybody losing so much money in them, like over the last year. Yeah, well, that's the uh, like fucking crypto. Crypto is going crazy right now, dude. Yeah, yeah. That crypto's crypto's wild. I mean, the FTX shit, and you know, um, the way the market is, the United States definitely being in an economic fucking ruin um and everybody realizing that all these tokens besides bitcoin are fucking fake like the bitcoin yeah. maximum list look amazing right now they look like they are the second comings of christ yeah i would say in like crypto like anyone in the crypto world like bitcoin looks good but any normal person that's outside of crypto world and even bitcoin world they kind of look at this as like oh see it, I told you it was like that Ponzi scheme. It was just some, just some weird internet money Dude, that no one cared I think, about. I think next year we see um, a government token, a government currency. I could see it. Like, I could see. Ne- I think next year they're going to be rolling it out because of how bad the economy is. <laughs> it's insane. I've been talking with a realtor because I was looking for a little condo down here just um, just to have. So I'm out of an apartment and have something to use when we move. And um, they're like, no, the market's great. Like, this is a perfect buyer's market right now. And I'm like, bro, first off, I was like, prices are still inflated. Like, I'm I'm not paying this much for a fucking condo. And I was like, I'll uh, I was like, I'm going to bid lower than all this. And one of them is going to take it because they know. It's all crashing because somebody knows it's all crashing. So something like Redfin, uh, they're a website that uh, buys houses and stuff like that. 
they have like some kind of i think they own like over a billion dollars worth of real estate right now and it's moving so slowly that if they put a house on the market they have to their company is going bankrupt so they're putting it all on the market and if it doesn't sell um that week then they lower it and if it doesn't sell that week then they lower it again and if it doesn't sell that week then they lower it again like it's going crazy like the the real estate itself is just going to die like it's going to burn and i still have people that are like no it's not no it's not especially in arizona no it's not and i'm like bro I like, go ahead. Like you keep telling yourself that, but this shit is not looking good. We have, we're skyrocketing in foreclosures right now. We're skyrocketing. Like if you just look, if you look at the same houses week by week, you can see them dropping 10 K a week, at least mm-hmm. for a lot of them. I've seen 15 K a week in the, in the area that I'm looking at. And it's like, I'm just going to keep waiting. Then I guess like, fuck you guys. I'm not paying 7% interest for this shitty house that I'm going to stay in for a year, maybe. Yeah, dude. I even, I was reading about, uh, you know, Carvana. Mm-hmm. Carvana's taken like a really big hit lately. Apparently a lot of people yeah. think they're going to declare bankruptcy and Carvana's pretty big. I didn't realize how big Carvana really is. Um, but they, I mean, they have advertisements on like TV. They have advertisements on Joe Rogan's podcast. They have, yep. they're, they're pretty big. And then even in Phoenix, Arizona has like a cor, cor, uh, a Carvana like tower. Like, yeah. And you can go there and like pick out a car. And for a while, remember they had the DeLorean in there for a little bit. That was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, I was, top? yeah. And I was reading that it looks like they're, they're, they're struggling right now and, and if that's true, if they do declare bankruptcy, I mean, they're going to have to sell off all those used vehicles. So a lot of vehicles might be for pretty cheap real soon. <laughs> well, that's the that's the funny thing, man. It's like you see all these fucking like these big companies like BlackRock is like they're they're like we have to they're trying to save the market. Right. Like they're trying to save their their stake in real estate because they just spent a shit ton on real estate. They were buying up everything. And it's like they're trying to save their stake because they had a they had to like report a crazy ass loss over the in the last fiscal or the last quarter of the fiscal year. They just like a huge loss, and all these companies that bought up real estate are reporting huge losses because people are like, "Yeah, I'm not paying for that." Like they priced out the majority of buyers, and only like higher buyers are buying. Mm-hmm. And but a lot of people, these people like walked in without getting inspections, and now they're like figuring out with all these houses, like how fucked up things are, and they oh, way overpaid because the market was way fucking bubbled, and it's just slowly collapsing. And I mean, we saw it in two thousand eight when the housing market collapsed; it fucked everything else up. And I mean, when the housing market collapses again, it's gonna fuck everything else up. But everything else is fucking fucked up too it's not just the housing market it's not like everything's tied to the housing market like it was before in 2008 there's just malpractice in each part of the economy that everything is fucked because of how much money they printed because of you know malpractice in business like it's just fucking insane and i'm just here to watch it burn like at this point i it sounds funny but like i do it at my company too like it my company's in 
they're just, like my location specifically is just like in a really bad spot like we're just doing weird shit like we're not doing things that we were doing a couple uh years ago and it's just like i kind of just want to see i'm gonna stay here as long as possible and just watch it burn because it's not gonna hurt me if it burns like it's gonna suck it's like certain weeks are gonna be trash but i'm just like i'm that i'm the dog in that fucking me i'm just like god everything's on fire this is fine like uh, yeah i'm loving it like this is i'll sit here and have my black cup of coffee and enjoy like living beneath my means as much as possible and do fun things when i can but i'm just gonna watch it all burn and try to set myself up for when the ashes are at the ground and i can take over land (laughs) yeah yeah man the fucking it's it's all been weird i mean like the inflation going up i mean I don't, I don't feel like, I just feel like with it, just because how much they printed in 2020, I think that was just, they just, they went, they went, they pushed it farther than we've ever gone before. And I don't think yeah they're prepared to, for the ramifications or I don't, I don't know if a lot of Americans are either, unfortunately. Well, and and, that's why I think that we see the token coming out next year. Like it's not going to be backed by the U S dollar. It's going to be its own token to start off the reset of whatever yeah, they think well, this economy is going to be well that's what's interesting with what's going on it's like uh i think it's called uh brick but it's like an agreement with like russia china oh, saudi arabia yeah. brazil and, and people are and other countries are joining it yeah and they're going to create a they're supposedly they're going to create a cu- currency backed by uh precious metals uh mainly gold and silver supposedly i i don't really know the whole in and ounce of that but i think that's really interesting that now you're starting to see another uh competing currency on the global stage because let's be honest dude the fucking american dollar like reigns supreme like all over this like world like it you can take I mean, we we would go to Japan and we could use our American money, dude, all the time, and they'd accept it. There was very yep. very few places in Japan that were yen only, but um, it's just kind of impressive that now we're starting to see like other countries kind of like create their own competing currencies in some way, and it's kind of cool to watch like it's kind of cool to watch the U.S. dollar have some competition. I think this is good. I think having like it's I mean it's not the perfect free market, you know, how we want with competing currencies, but to still have some sort of competing currencies on some level, I think um it will people can switch over or use different ones and then it's really cool to see maybe where bitcoin will fall in all of this and how that will yeah. expand. But I think I think I mean I think the writing's kind of on the wall and I think a lot of if not other countries know it's going to happen. They're at least preparing themselves for what a possibility of what, you know, the collapse of the U.S. dollar, like the significant loss in value, maybe not complete collapse, but a significant loss in value of it. I mean, if other countries just stop fucking using the U.S. dollar, I don't I don't know. I don't see it going very well. <laughs> well, yeah, there's so much of our global economy that's tied. The global economy is so intrinsically tied to the u.s dollar at this point that it's like everything's gonna fall i mean it's like when we had that that mini like recession and italy was like fucked you remember that like italy like just 
got wiped off the face of the earth in 24 hours because of our recession. And it was like when I, at the beginning of 2020, I think, or, or yeah, 2020, it was sometime around there where like Italy just got fucked with their recession. And it was because oh, wow. our markets collapsed one day, like a mini collapse, but they were so everything's so closely tied that. Oh, because it's they like shut fucking, down. Yeah. And so like yeah, it, and all their foreign investments were fucked and the businesses that were tied to us were fucked and they had like a horrible time period there and it's just it's gonna keep continuing to be that way like yeah well i i saw or i think i saw or heard a crazy stat about how many small businesses closed down in 2020 yeah like like permanently i think someone yeah. i think i heard that it was like 80 percent or i could yeah. be wrong about that but 80% I, I think I remember of small hearing businesses that. is crazy. Yeah. Well, especially because that that means who's gonna fill those who's gonna fill that need because they were obviously filling a need and it was chains. Chains filled that need. Chains were the only ones allowed to stay open. Yeah. So it's just yeah, like well, a you find and, it. Uh I haven't found any. I'm trying to oh. find something right now, but yeah, dude. And they were, we were keeping over the big companies. We were even pay, we we're subsidizing the big companies through taxpayer money while the little guys were just getting fucked and they couldn't even be allowed to be open. Um, but like we could have Walmart open. Of course, every single fa fast food was open. Of course, like all these fucking places, but let me see. Let me see. What is this? this but, is like on... a deli couldn't stay open. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, are yeah. you kidding me? And yeah, it made no sense. It's going to be wild. It's going to be wild. I mean, shit, everything in the last, everything since 2016 has been pretty fucking wild. I mean, it was wild before that, but it's <clears throat> definitely a different feeling now. And I, I mean, we've been talking about it, but. This just... thing, so this thing says, uh, Maybe I overshot the number, but it said 22% of small businesses permanently closed their doors in February of 2021. Yeah. So this is not even like, this is kind of, this is almost three-year-old stat, but that's almost yeah, a 20... quarter of the market. Yeah. That's 3% yeah, less than a quarter of the market of small businesses. Fucking wild. Yeah. yeah just permanently closed, completely gone. Yeah, this poll, uh, the Austin American Statement, whoever this is, they said it was about one third of small businesses closed due to COVID. Thirty three percent. So that's why it's still it's, it's, it's a significant amount. number of businesses that have now. And dude, so another thing that's kind of weird. Um, so I've been only because of where i work i kind of know this but a lot of these corporations these bigger corporations are ta have been taking advantage of these smaller businesses over the years because it's been too hard for them and too much for them to be able to continue push through and make business through the restrictions and all that but what these bigger companies can be well probably for two reasons one they can afford to shut down but they also are probably have deeper ties to the government through politicians and lobbying and whatever. Yeah. They probably just have connection better, more connections in Washington than a small business would.
But since these small businesses can't keep up, these bigger companies have been buying them out and expanding their yep. big ass corporation. And I found I I, I real I just realized recently how much it was actually happening. And it's just like Jesus Christ, dude. Like it basically these lockdowns is now centralizing like all the wealth and finance to single organizations in this country. Yeah. And that and it's like if people that are against monopolies, like how the fuck do you think monopolies happen, you dumb motherfuckers? Like, oh, the government got involved, put all this pressure on the small business, and now this big company can just afford it and just buy them all out. And it's like, fuck, yeah. dude. These government interventions fuck over the system. But it's just so crazy how that in, in, only in like two years this has changed so much. So now you're not going to have those like local Well, that's why it was the... Yeah, and that's why it was the greatest wealth transfer we've ever seen in history. Dude, it's the pretty greatest impressive. wealth transfer we've ever seen in history. It was the biggest scam ever. Like Dude, it's the, the, the they whole robbed COVID us. Shit, the COVID shit was the biggest scam in history. And it's not just the, the vaccines, even though every day more and more information comes out about those. But mm -hmm. not just the vaccines that what the the governments around the world did during that time to the, their people. It was the biggest scam in history, and it stole incredible amounts of wealth from the everyday person and put it in the pockets of they, the elite. They should make a heist movie about that, like when Congress voted on that bill. And the one that I don't remember the stimulus bill for like two point two trillion dollars yeah. when they voted for that, they should make a heist movie about that because like American people got the crumbs and literally all the corporations and governments around the world got shit tons of money of taxpayer money from the American people. Oh, yeah. Rob, right in front of you, dude, right in front of everyone. Yep. They would even announce and people cheered it. it. But yeah, they even announced it. They were proud of it. Donald Trump got on got on TV and was like, it's the biggest bill ever in the world of history. Like, you just robbed us, you son of a bitch, and now you're bragging about it. It's so crazy, and dude. And people fucking cheered. <clears throat> oh, my God. Dude, that is the biggest... I don't know. It bothers me. It That's what bothers me, too. And people, like, that. I think that's something that people should be genuinely be upset about like they just robbed oh, yeah. you blind right in front of you when you're at your lowest too when this country was at the lowest point we're locked down there's riots going on dude and they're like i guess we gotta get, well i don't know if the riot started just yet but the, we're locked down we're making us mask whatever and while we're being master like yeah we need a little help here dude like we can't just not work and they couldn't help themselves they couldn't just all get together, vote on a bill that like, yeah, if we're going to lock them down, we got to give them some money, blah, blah, blah. No, they could not help themselves, dude. They yep. packed that bill filled with so much shit where they're giving away money. They're bailing out banks. They're bailing out uh, uh, motor companies. Airlines. They're bailing out airlines. They're giving money. They're giving weapons and money over to Pakistan for gender study shit. They're giving money to Saudi Arabia. Israel got more money per citizen of their country than the American people did per citizen of their own country. It's yep. so 
fucking crazy. They they fucking robbed us. And like, I just get. I'm still pissed off about it. But like, I you just hear nobody really bring that up anymore. Like that's just not a talk. Yeah. But it's like the biggest heist in human history, and no oh, one yeah. cares. Oh, it was a, it was a flat out robbery. They fucking they Bernie Madoff everybody. Like it was the biggest transfer of wealth in the history of the world, and we're and like. And it's not talked about at all. Like no one on mainstream media. That's my problem. It's like the, I don't know. Since 2020, the mainstream media has like just proved, I don't know how people still watch it. It's just proven how horrible it is. Like how part of the institution it is. Because like, it's like even with these Twitter files that have been coming out, they haven't said one word about some of the shit that Elon Musk, but, but, when they found out that, uh, you know, t- Elon Musk banned a couple fucking journalists, they freaked out and need Congress intervention, congressional intervention. And it's like, this is, this is, they're the enemy of the people. Like they are like, yeah. outright in the open every day trying to convince you that they know what's best. You will never know what's best for you. And we're supposed to tell you and you're supposed to listen to us. And if you don't, then we'll figure out a way to completely destroy your entire life. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, the, it's pretty crazy. A lot of the things that the media, how they control the narrative, like they still do, like they still do. They have a lot more control than we give them credit. They're losing ground for sure, but they definitely like whatever the buzz is today. Like that's what, I mean, if if they if they didn't control what goes on, lockdowns wouldn't have happened. Like lockdowns would not have been as uh, enforced or uh, a big thing in this country. But the media convinced like the people like and it's so crazy too, dude. Because the Trump like I I'm, the Trump people are the most disappointing about the lockdowns because they're the ones that were recognizing like, hey, maybe this media is lying to us about the president. And then when 2020, they scream about a virus and everyone toe steps, gets in line, go, where's their mask? Fucking goes home. Oh, we'll do this two weeks, blah, blah, blah. And they just go along with it. So like the media still has a lot of credibility for some reason. Like, I feel like it's just so naive now. Like maybe, maybe I'm a little, I don't know. I don't even know what the word is, but like, I just don't understand how people can even watch that stuff because it is just so... Like it's so fucking ridiculous how they what they do and how they do and how they get away with it. They yeah. lie. Well, and, you know, that's my that's my thing where it's like I get on Twitter and I probably I haven't tweeted that much, not near as much as I used to, but that's because I get on there and it's like shit that I think is comical. Like where like we're talking about this right now and I'm like this is fucking like in my head this is like what the economy is gonna be like and everything that's happened is it's just mind-blowing to me it fucking and it wears the shit out of me it's like yo when when people aren't going to be able to eat anymore it's like where are you going to be at when people have realized that that's not going to be like how are you going to be one of the people that can't eat anymore like it like that's kind of like where i'm thinking and yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's and then i get on twitter and it's like some fucking uh trad libertarian that's like you should never raise another man's kids stepfathers are 
only abusive and um and you're incentivizing single motherhood and it's like bro like i don't give a fuck about this at all like this is the dumbest fucking argument i've ever heard first off and second off it's like incentivizing single mothers like bro you're just gonna have more you know single mother if you're not gonna have if you're like oh yeah don't take over any other kids. And it's like your personal personal preference. Like, I don't give a shit. But the fact that, like, that's what people are arguing about on Twitter when it, and they're, you know, premieres in the libertarian community. And it's like, dude, they stole our fucking money, bro. They stole it right from underneath. The, and we watched it happen. And we talked about it. But nothing fucking happened. Like, we're not, yeah, yeah. you're not talking about it anymore. You're worried about the fucking trad lifestyle where it's like, you know, find a virgin and uh, don't incentivize single mothers. So never raise another man's kids. Don't be a mentor to any other person besides your own children. And men don't have any, uh, you know, um, emotional connection to your kids because that's not what men do. We're trad libertarians. And it's like, yo, dude, you're a fucking faggot. And they stole all your money. They stole everybody's money. And when people are fucking hungry in the streets in the next 15 years or 10 years or whenever it happens like i'm not gonna give a fuck about the theory of trad living and how that like we were doomed because after that it that's what did it to us and it's like like no what did it to us was printing trillions of dollars in a year and then printing more trillions of a dollar the next year and then after that not talk not doing anything about it not representing bitcoin not representing we're representing the trad lifestyle and it's like oh my god it's there's the it's the worst i fucking hate it it's like turned yeah. into a cesspool of like right away libertarians and then the commie libertarians and then like a male i don't know the whole fucking <laughs> um manpower like what men are supposed to be shit is like one of the most annoying topics on fucking twitter it's the stupidest fucking thing ever and like well, I don't get, what... and, and the other thing is like i don't give a shit about everybody being all up in arms about gays and lesbians like i think it's the dumbest fucking thing ever like i i'm sorry i do i think there's a there's a complete good position to call what the u.s government is doing about it like very groomerish and fucking weird but when you're just like shitting on just normal ass everyday like people that are gay and lesbian and it's just like all right dude like i don't i don't care i don't care they stole trillions of dollars from you your children your kids children and your great 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 grandchildren and you're just and we're we're talking about like bob next door fucks his fucking buddy in the ass and i think it's disgusting and Bob shouldn't exist anymore. It's like, okay, you fucking weirdo. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Well, <clears throat> it's like this. If Twitter's gone a lot of crazy, too. And I think it is interesting because now the conversation has definitely shifted on Twitter. Where, and maybe I that's why I find it less interesting where people think they need to put their input about, like, what it means to be, like, a man and stuff and, like, what. Yeah. And what it and, like, all that. And I mean, I find that interesting that that actually is down. It's that is like what's uh, I see a lot of that going on, and it's interesting. I think actually, like you know, the Andrew Tate and like people like Andrew Tate, yeah. 
I think I like I think that they're the ones that are a like, lot better than the weird trad well, libertarian shit. Well, I I think they they're they they're kind of like pushing those kind of ideas, and people are and let's and all these like all they are saying is like you know like have some standards or whatever. Yeah, but. <clears throat> I just think that's kind of interesting. There is, it does seem like a lot of people, and I think that's, I think a lot of stuff that people say on Twitter, I think like it's because of the culture war that's going drummed up. Like people like hate each other nowadays, dude. Like things, yeah. things politically is not like the same. I mean, I remember being like, I remember my parents and stuff being when we were kids, like maybe they didn't agree with someone's lifestyle or didn't agree with someone's like, um, uh, way of life, how they, or even how they vote. I don't think a lot of people cared as much about how people voted, you know, like that didn't really come up. And, but now, now that things are so goddamn hostile, like it's like, it makes both sides want to like, and I think, Unfortunately, I I think this kind of division in a lot of ways is good. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't, I I understand that. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, annoying. It's, yeah. Well, both. I mean, the because, uh, the left because the, the left's point, annoying because, as shit, but the right dude, is so also annoying. annoying as fuck. Yeah, and it's like I I I was ex- talking to my girlfriend about it one uh one day, and I was like, you know, the right got fucking crazy. Like the right wing, like. 80s 90s right wing got fucking crazy like their religious fucking outlook on life and the constant controlling and patrolling of media and this that or the other it got fucking wild like it was pretty wild there for a little bit like it was like what the fuck is this evangelical like awakening or whatever it it was like the it was like you're telling us that we have to live this way or we should make our country continue this way while you're completely negating the fact that there's a large portion of Catholic priests that are raping little boys and we're just wiping it under the rug. It was like, your, your priorities are fucked up. It's like, you can say, you can say that, you know, we should be a country about these values and we should focus more on these values. But this right here in our own stuff is wrong. Like, that's what you need to do. You know, like that's, that's the whole point of being a leader is like, you know, I take fucking this as like, like what I'm preaching to you is this, but I understand this about myself that these things are wrong about me and I'm working on fixing them and da, 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 da. And it just wasn't happening. And it was like, you know, that's a fucking major deal. And then we have this crazy swing to the left and they're doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. They're doing the same thing. They're like, yeah, we need to be more inclusive and working on all these things and da, 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 da. And there's like another child pedophilia ring going on on the left side. And it's like, yo, this is fucking weird. Like, you're not even addressing the whole elephant in the room about the kid getting butt raped by 17 government officials. Like, what the fuck? And then they're like sitting in a bathroom in a pool of their own blood and everybody's going in and drinking it. And I saw a picture of Hillary Clinton there. It's like, we're not talking about this shit. Like, what the fuck are we doing? And it's going to swing. And it just keeps. And then both sides. It's like with the, the Twitter shit. It's the same thing with the Twitter shit where you know, everything is getting released on these Twitter files. And it's like both sides of the fucking aisle were sending things to Twitter employees to be like, hey, these people are sending this out. We need to censor that. And then Trump's team is sending, hey, these people are sending this out. We need to censor that. And it's getting censored. 
And they're both censoring it. But now none of the fucking normie ass people like us, almost none of them are like, oh, look, both sides did it. That's pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's just they're not talking about it. They're just not going to talk yeah. about it. Like even normies aren't talking about it. Like, oh, look, Trump's team did this specifically and said, take this down from this site. Don't let these people speak anymore. And they did it. And then the other side did it and they kept doing it. And we're not mm-hmm. talking about it. And it's fucking wild to me. Yeah. Well, it was like when we were when we were growing up, dude, like the culture was like if you get a tattoo or have some crazy hairstyle or get a piercing, that yeah. was like cool. But now when you see that nowadays, now you're like, oh fuck, here we go. Like she well, probably it was, it, it was cool <laughs> for us. It was cool for us, yeah. but it, well, the people that were older than us, like our parents, they were like those people are disgusting. That shouldn't be allowed in our fucking. Yeah. Like you weren't allowed. You couldn't get jobs if you had a showing tattoo. Like there mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of jobs that you could get with a showing tattoo. And now it's like pretty normal for people to be tatted up. Like it's like whatever. But mm-hmm. now we're looking at it like if I see somebody with these kinds of tattoos and blue hair and a piercing on their fucking nose or in the middle of their fucking. I don't even remember what this piece of your lip is called, but your cleft your palate yeah. your cleft palate i think it's like mm-hmm. oh that's a fucking you know a fucking weird person that's gonna t- scream at me if i yeah. don't use their proper pronouns <laughs> yeah, so i'm not gonna yeah. fucking talk to them but now so yeah so now like what's cool is to like be married and have kids and live a normal life like that's what people are like wanting nowadays that's like, like, I the, that's like the counterculture it's like, yeah, from what's being pushed on us, yeah. like going back to tradition is like the counterculture right now. It's like, yeah, yeah. let's, you know, like, I think there's a, a lot of people that, I mean, I think, I think our, like our culture just sucks. It's so, we're at, we're at war with each other. Everything's so aggressive. Like movies have gone downhill. Like, oh, the, dude, they're so bad. They're so the bad. Music, yeah, the music, like stars that they push. Like now we all know like our own artists, but they're not necessarily like the mainstream artists. You know, you you kind of like are yeah. listening to like underground guys, and yeah, and then like the and like I yeah the movies have gone down, like I said, but like everything, I feel like vehicles are just not as cool anymore. Like remember like a nineteen sixty eight or sixty seven Mustang, dude? When that like that's like a iconic car like no one's going around yeah. right now like oh i got the 22 mustang like no one gives a shit like, yeah, like dude. Uh, and everybody thinks you're a fucking giant cocksucker if you do you're like okay yeah. you fucking tool like like uh, uh, and it's like oh i it's like i have an uh uh a 77 bronco and people are like oh dude that's a good ass fucking car like mm-hmm. you know like yeah but it's like there was so I was talking about this the other day too, and I want your take on it. I loved, and maybe it's because I'm a product of it, but I just think like in as cheesy as parts of it were, this the the nineties to the like two thousand five, two thousand eight maybe, was just like the golden age for like the United States. It's like the like premier culture of the United States, whether it was movies, like whether it was um, music, whether it was like, you could just do things, you know, like whether like economically, you could just do things, you know, like you could do whatever you wanted to do. 
And you can go buy a house, dude. It was easy you to can, get a you house. Can buy a house. Yeah, it was super <laughs> easy to get a house. <clears throat> but you could do things, right? Like you could, like the music was fucking awesome. Like some of the the top 40, like if you go and listen to like the top 40 of 2002 or the top 40 of fucking 98, like it's just great. It's awesome. Like every single one of it, it like almost all of them were fucking great. And even when Nickelback was on top of the charts, because Nickelback only <laughs> became, became a joke because Comedy Central ran something about Nickelback. Pictures of fucking great. Look at this photograph. Great song. Fuck look you guys. Look at this photograph. Yeah, I listened to Nickelback. Look at I, this I, graph. <laughs> I had like, I had like two songs of Nickelback growing up, and then like all of a sudden, like people started hating on them, and I was. It's like, oh, like I can't listen to this no more. I was like, I guess I guess we can't listen to Nickelback anymore. That's fucking yeah. weird. And but but now they're like coming back as like people being like, they always secretly liked Nickelback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And dude, the guy talked about it. He was like, Comedy Central like did a they like made fun of us on one of their SNLs or something, and like Nickelback was trash. And then they ran oh. it like multiple times over a couple of weeks, and then it just like latched on. We're like, Nickelback is garbage. Why does anybody listen to these guys? And he's like, I don't know how it happened, but we've lived with it ever since. But you look at their concerts and they're like sold out because fucking a shit ton of people like Nickelback. But they probably you know, got a huge like, boost when SNL did a skit about them. Their people probably didn't even know who they were and listened to them and yeah. were like, what the fuck? That's yeah. so funny, but dude. It, it's just one of those things where it's like, like that was like the golden age of culture. Like I love a lot. I love a lot about it. Like the culture in those time periods were fucking great. Video games were like just getting really big and mainstream. And some of the games just had to be, they were the top Mario Kart. Like, let's talk about fucking Mario Kart, Mario Party. Like, they were games that brought people together to fucking play them. Like, you didn't, yeah, you weren't all separate well, all the time. Like, everything was just so much, I don't know. Growing up in the 90s and growing up in the early 2000s was just a really good time because you still got, like, the best of technology at that point in time. But you still were a fucking kid that got to play outside on your bike in the middle of yeah. major cities um and it was just like a normal thing you could you still played sports and shit like that and now they got fucking video game teams in high schools like yeah like that's like an extracurricular activity it's just the wildest fucking it's just so yeah. crazy well when we were we were like uh the beginning of the internet age like when internet yeah. really became like main mainstream or like yeah, uh, open to the public. Oregon Trail and shit. And, yeah, yeah. But and we got we, San Diego. Yeah, but we got like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know the first thing I ever used the internet for. I'm trying to remember, but I had to have been little. Maybe to play a game. I don't even know. Did you, did you, did you ever play addictinggames.com? Yes. Addictinggames.com. Yeah, dude. Yes, dude. That was like always yeah. the game. That's what you played in school. Do you remember, school. Do you remember Battlegrounds? <laughs> yes. Yes. Because it had the 18 and over side? Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, 18 dude. and older games? Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, Addicting fun. Games. And that's when you first learned about proxy websites because you had to get around the school's firewall. So you would yep. type in the proxy like i proxy or whatever it was and then you yep, could type yep. in whatever website you could find on the and you would switch you'd be like doing some computer lab class you know typing and 
you'd have it in your background because they couldn't look at everybody's fucking computer screen all at once on one computer anymore like they can now and so it wasn't all tied in so you would just proxy that shit yeah dude. trying to get around the firewall and playing addicting games and it was like stick man and he goes on a rage and just fucking there's blood and gore everywhere it's where like yeah. charlie the well- unicorn on youtube came out it was like Hi, Charlie. Let's go to Candy Mountain. And it's like the <laughs> yes. fucking unicorns that take his kidney in a fucking Candy Mountain. And you're like 10, 12 years old. Like, oh, my God, they just took a fucking unicorn's kidney in this mountain. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. Oh, culture that's... was amazing. The culture was we... great. Well, we also got the experience like the beginning of YouTube, because I think YouTube came out in, like 2005 or 2006 yeah. or something like that. And I mean, I remember like early YouTube was like kind of like shitty. Like it was, <laughs> it was just but, like like phenomenally shitty. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm saying, like the shitty mechanics the were way. shitty, but yeah. like the video, like literally, like there's a reason like people said like cat videos all the time because like that's like the cat memes were like, oh yeah, I'm looking at cat videos or whatever. It's because those were like the number one videos on YouTube was always like cat yeah. videos for some reason. Like I don't like yeah. who's watching these fucking videos, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but they you always had like end of Z you had like end of Z world and then Charlie the Unicorn. And then mm-hmm. you just had like the weirdest fucking videos ever. And they're like hand drawn cartoons that most everything was like stick figure-esque and it had a shit ton of gore for no reason. And mm-hmm. like, and the games were fucking like that too. Like addicting games is, I still fucking love addicting games. I'll go on there if I'm really fucking bored and I'm working on a computer and I need like a break from whatever I'm doing. I'll go on addicting games and fucking sit there and play some stupid shit. Are the games still fun? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're just like the, I just go and play the games that like, I, like the, the Stickman arrow game, like, you know, you're just sitting there and he tilts up or you can tilt him down and you have to hit the yeah. other guy in the head. And like, I play those games. Like I go back and relive my childhood. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the things you played in like computer class in sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I don't know. It's just, that was like the best time. And maybe it's because I was a kid during that time, but just hearing about it from even adults perspectives, like I'm, I'm sure it was probably one of the hardest times for my mom. You know, she had a fucking five-year-old and by the time she was, you, I, if she was, I, she would have been 21 and had a five-year-old. So, you know, 1998 may not have been her best year. Like I get yeah. that. But when I hear her talk about, you know, the music and the concerts that she went to and all that other shit, it was her, like, that was the best time. She loved it. She loved it. And like That's everybody how- else that I talked to, even even people like your parents' age, because they're a little bit older than my parents, they fucking yeah. loved the 90s. They were doing weird shit in the 90s, bro. They were doing weird shit in the 90s and the early 2000s. Well, I think so the... So the early 90s was like when my parents were like in their basically early to mid-20s. So they're still pretty yeah. young in the early 90s. So they... Yeah. They were still, you know, they were still out and about and exploring life. But in the, but they, they talk the same way that your parents do about the music. My parents will say the same thing about 80s music. And I, well, I, yeah, they and fucking I think that's, I, love it, dude. Yeah. And I think that 80s kind of like fits into the profile, too, because, I mean, some of the movies made in the 80s, phenomenal. Like, 
like, yeah, it's cheesy now because of where movies are at now with like CGI and things like that. But mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of those movies still stack up today as great. Like yeah. when Harrison Ford was a 20 year old, like any movie he was in or Tom Cruise was in as a 20 year old, you're fucking, you're watching that shit. That was a, they were great ass fucking movies. When Leo was a fucking 20 year old, great ass fucking movies. Like you can't, can't tell me they weren't. And, uh, you know, I think the 80s has a big portion of it, too. I, I just kind of simplified it down to 90 to 2005. But mm -hmm. I think you could go back to like 82 to it's like peak culture. People could do cocaine and nobody gave a fuck. Like everybody was doing cocaine. Well, I feel like, well, do you think like cocaine is up or down from the 80s? Like, do you think more people think do cocaine down. today? Especially right now, I think I think it's down, especially today. I think, huh. that especially after the last, like, year and a half, I think it's down, down, because of fentanyl. But I also uh, think fentanyl is being uh, put into the cocaine supply by the U.S. federal government. Let's go, dude. Why not? Just like they did with the alcohol during Prohibition. We gotta depopulate this planet somehow, Luke, so... How about you well, I just think idea? they did it. They did it during prohibition. So why wouldn't they do it now with drugs? Didn't they? And they tested. The, they tested on Tuskegee. Remember? Yeah. I'm looking up though. Maybe there's yeah, a study. So I'm just. Well, I know. I know. Uh, retail heroin use, or uh, no, not retail. Um, what's the word? It's like high it means it's like similar to high class um i can't remember but heroin use is like it's almost as big as uh recreational marijuana like heroin use is like so what? high up right now in the united what? states that it's really like if you look at the yeah if you look at the <laughs> uh like dollar amount that would be associated with heroin use it's almost on par with marijuana that's the most used drug in the United States currently right now, besides marijuana. Holy Heroin. shit, dude. Yeah. Isn't that insane? I would have thought cocaine. Like, in, in my head, I would have been like cocaine. I know a lot more people that do cocaine than do heroin. But apparently, heroin is the biggest drug, illegal drug, because most places, like, are decriminalizing marijuana. So heroin is the biggest bought non-legal drug in the United States. That's so crazy. I did not expect that. Yeah. I guess things got bad, dude. Maybe those lockdowns, people were like, fuck it, dude. Yeah. Let's just take heroin now. What's the point? Yeah. Fuck it. Chase the dragon, boy. I don't know if I could do heroin, dude. I feel like the needle I don't know would... if I could either. I don't but think I, think, I, I think a lot of people smoke heroin. I think a lot of people they, smoke You can heroin. smoke it now? I know nothing about drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Nothing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's smoked. I'll just Google that. Can you yeah. smoke heroin? Well, look at that in my search history. <laughs> <laughs> you better be using a, a, well, you can't use DuckDuckGo anymore because they're fucking sellouts. So you better be using Brave or something else. What's it say? You see smoke people smoking heroin? Chasing a dragon? 
Uh, looks like people you can smoke it with marijuana. A lot of people do that apparently. Yeah. I don't see anywhere that, that seems says, intense. Like, that does seem that intense. seems that seems like a lot. Like I'm just saying, like why you, why do you need both? I don't know. Well, I, I don't know why I need heroin, but <laughs> I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> <laughs> we convince ourselves to do heroin live on the podcast. <laughs> live on the podcast. Do you know somebody? Can we get some right now? <laughs> how to inject heroin into your body <laughs> yeah that's my thing like I'm, i've been watching the sopranos we've been watching the sopranos and uh one is that of the good guys i've never watched heroin it. a lot we had never watched it either it's it's really good it's a really good show but uh um i didn't realize i thought it took place more in like the 80s and 90s but it takes place in like after 2001 oh really it looks yeah. just older so to me. Like, I thought it was older than that. No, it doesn't really like stipulate a year, but it's like <clears throat> it was current times with when it was coming out, basically. Gotcha. And I didn't know that. I had to look it up. But uh, yeah, one of the dudes does heroin and he like, obviously he's acting, but he like does it and then he's fucking like just gone to the wind. And I'm just like, dude, that doesn't seem fun to me. Like, I don't yeah. want to just, like, melt into oblivion. Like, that's not, like, if I'm doing drugs, like, that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm doing. Yeah, I want to do other stuff while I do drugs. Yeah. Yeah, I that's... yeah, that's the whole point. And plus, like, pulling out, like, fucking, you pull out a needle or a syringe and you gotta, like, stab into your, between your toes. That seems like, like a lot. Like, like, what are we doing here, dude? Just let me, yeah, that let me seems smoke like something, you know? Yeah. Light something up, throw something in my mouth, you know, whatever I need to do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just I don't I don't understand. And I just feel like putting heroin with marijuana. I don't I don't under I don't get <laughs> I don't get that. No, I wouldn't do that. I don't think well, I don't really even like smoking weed all that much sometimes because like that just bothered me. I'm like, oh I just get tired. I like I don't know. Does heroin make you sleepy? I mean, people do seem to like almost pass out ish or like kind of go unconscious yeah, in a way. Yeah, people smoke right, heroin. I guess, I'm looking at it. I guess so. you they, can't they, knock it till you try it, you know? Yeah, that's true. There's that one doctor that goes up, that black dude that goes on fucking Rogan that talks about he does heroin every once in a while. He likes it. Whatever. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm like, oh yeah, I tried heroin. Like, yeah, I was listening to Joe Rogan podcast one time. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a doctor. He's like a straight up doctor. Like at a PhD Yeah, I think he's like doctor. a prof- yeah, I think he's like a professor too at, at some Yeah, like, professor major... of drug dealing. Like <laughs> pretty much. It's so... just like that's why he went on Rogan. He's, he's like, my sales have fucking a million times themselves since I've been on Rogan. <laughs> he's just dealing yeah, with but... kids. I never watched that or listened to that one, but uh, yeah, I do know that he advocated like, yeah, you can take small doses of heroin, no, no big deal. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. You know what? I bet, like, I there might be other uses for heroin on like a yeah. much smaller, lower dose level for like for whatever some some weird medical thing or 
whatever maybe mm-hmm. somehow it ends up being like somehow good for like treating vets or something like that for ptsd who who knows what it's possible yeah but it's because the stigma like, on it, it is we, horrible though <laughs> yeah the stigma uh, stigma on it's really bad but also because it's so legalized here so who knows what like what capabilities the market can find for heroin than yeah like than what we do now just ban it have black tar heroin in our streets and call it good you know that's what we do around here yeah yeah people abuse it like actually abuse it because i just don't understand how we see when we see it in other countries or even in some of the states when you decriminalize some of these things it just the usage and addiction rates just plummet it's like why aren't we doing this why why can't we just do this where it's like even if you don't want stores in your fucking county or whatever, like I'm fine with that. If your county comes up and it's like, we don't want stores selling this shit to people, but we're not going to fucking throw you in a jail cell and ruin the rest of your life with a felony. If you do do it or we catch you doing it. Like if you don't want the stores in your County, like I can understand that. Like there's going to be a lot of small towns that even till this day are dry counties with alcohol. So it's like I can see dry counties with drugs like that makes a lot more sense to me than a nationwide ban when it's literally one of the biggest funders of the CIA. Like I just like that's yeah. how they get all of their revenue. Like I don't. Yeah, and I think that's a much better way to do it. I think the county like just having the county can like if the county is like, hey, we don't want, you know, people can smoke weed here, but we don't want black tar heroin. And, and people are like, all right. And then. But if like the county two, I really don't over, agree. But I get it. I'd rather it be on like county level like that, and I think that's much. I think that's kind of how it should be. Like almost all the law for whatever the county wants to do should be at the county level because, at least in in most places in this country, you have some sort of say, or at least your, I guess, almost in a lot of ways, your vote actually matters a lot more in those um counties like that because then you can you know you're not so distant from your city officials than you are like your state officials and your fucking dc officials but i feel like one of these blue i'm sure some i mean they pretty much legalized it in san francisco where they like they let them get like clean needles. They give them like a safe place to yeah. do it. The other problem I I hate when the right brings that up though because it's like let's be honest about San Francisco and Seattle and like those places that decriminalize it. And they're like, look, it's gotten even worse there. And it's like, it's just gotten more in your face. Like it was the same way, but now like, it's just more in your face. And second off, there's a lot more problems with those places than drugs. There's a lot more problems in those places than drugs. Let's talk about the homeless problem in those fucking places. Like there's a homeless problem because it's a billion dollar organization to keep people homeless. Yeah. It's, it's like fucking insane, dude. Well, it's like I've heard it even being called like the homeless industrial complex, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking in. Yeah. It, they make so much fucking money. Like if you look at the board or whoever's in charge of uh, like California's state board and then like county levels, they're making millions of dollars. They're making millions. And they're like, we need more money. And it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, of course you need more yeah, money because, scam. yeah. Yeah, it's a scam. It's a fucking scam. Well, it's, so it's like it's all this is what they so this is all government agencies do. And it makes sense on a basic level of like 
they're incentivized to they get more money if there's a bigger problem. So if like, oh, the FBI is like, oh, man, uh, we got this whole task force to look for domestic terrorists in America. And we turned out there's just not that many. So we're going to bait them and create them. Basically, we'll we'll get them to do the task or convince them not to enough. commit a terrorist act because <laughs> there's not enough. So then we can turn around and be like, see, we found a bunch of them now. So we need more money. <laughs> well, yeah, because the whole point of a job is you have to justify your reason for being there. Mm-hmm. So if there's not a justification for you being there, then either you create a justification for you being there or... You don't exist anymore as a job. So mm-hmm. there's a problem when it's like free flowing money and not something that you actually have to do and aren't, and you know, aren't reporting to anybody because you really, the people that are paying don't get reported to all of the United States citizens. So they're like, oh, well, the reason why we're not seeing that many is because they just haven't gotten the chance to be a terrorist yet. So just let us see if we can make them become a terrorist. And then we have a justification for our job. Yeah. So that's why like the, it works just with the homeless problem. Like the more homeless problem that there is, the more money they can get. And it's like, so they spend more money every year on homeless people, but the problem is getting worse, not better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking wild. It's just a, it's a giant Ponzi scheme. The United States has perfected it and hopefully it fails soon because I'm just waiting to drink my coffee, have a cigarette and watch it burn around me. Yeah, well, I'm thinking, I don't know, dude, I'm hoping we do. We hope this country is just like, yo, let's just go our separate ways, dog. And I think that's the best. That would be the best we can yeah. get, dude. Just it's either like, that hey. or like a, an actual unification, you know, where it's like we don't agree. We're never going to agree, but we can agree to letting each other do the things that they want to do, which obviously I think secession is probably the only way that happens, but it's, or an actual unification of ideals where it's like, like, Hey, this is okay to do. And that's okay to do. And we're not going to fucking throw you in prison for doing it. And we're not going to be able to vote on it ever again, because y'all aren't allowed to vote because you guys are fucking retarded when you do. And we were retarded when we were allowing, when we were taking all the fucking profits from it. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I think we shouldn't that's be a, in charge of you. I think that like, honestly, like hear me out guys, getting rid of everyone's right to vote in America would solve a lot of our problems with our neighbors. So like yeah. if you, if they're this, idea so we have this belief that our vote matters and like that's how we fund this system is with our vote the people get a say and like who's in charge blah 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 uh no matter what a psychopath is going to take charge it does it would be a red psychopath a blue psychopath you know we well who cares it'll be a psychopath in charge and we just take away the vote a psychopath gets in charge oh no like that's what we've had this whole time so it's not a big deal yeah you get and now we get rid of the psychopath because he doesn't represent us yeah and and well it puts much more yeah and it puts more responsibility on them but also it look it makes sure that when we look at our neighbors we don't have to fight them about because people take their political ideology and a lot of times it comes from their values and that's why people take it so personally when you're against their 
political views because they think they're against their own values. And if we just got rid of that, though, we can't vote anymore. Like, you're not going to be fighting with your neighbor anymore. You're not going to be like, who cares about your liberal cousin that, you know, got an abortion or whatever, like whatever, or your uncle that's, you know, a little racist, never, never was cool with the gays. Like who cares? Cause he has no yeah. say over your life. You know, he has no uh, power or an authority. And that's what democracy does. Is it gives you other people authority over your life. And we got rid of, and that's why we're so hostile to each other right now. Cause it's like, if you, you literally voted for Hitler and like, you literally voted for like the husband of a pedophile, like what is going on? <laughs> like this, who or what is going on, dude? Well, we don't have to fight anymore. We just got to get get rid of democracy, dude. Take this democracy. Typo the monarchist. Throw out. <laughs> well, pretty, pretty like a, a lot. You know, when I like principle, oh, I would say like, well, see, <laughs> principled. I'm an anarchist, but in a lot of ways, I'm like, I just want anything else but what we have right now. Like anything else. Yeah. Like, I just think, give it a I, shot. I think the problem is because, yeah, because democracy at this point, it's it's giving justification to your neighbor having a say over your life. And before it didn't really work that way because the issues that we were like, yes, there's been plenty of times throughout history where it's where people were voting on, you know, other people's livelihoods, basically, you know, like it's always been a thing, but now it's so in your face and you know about it constantly that now it's like a lot worse. And it's like, you're, shitting on my values and ethics as a human being and you're voting on those values and ethics so now i'm upset and you can take it out on the person that has the wrong color in their front yard as a sign and it's yeah, like yeah. fuck those people yeah or yeah it, you, so it's you're like blaming, very easy yeah people people in society because they actually buy into the system they think it's a government well of because the people and, buy the people yeah and so at they the blame same time, the people you, well, yeah, and you as well as you should, like you should at that point, you know, because it's their fault that they took that from you. Like it's their fault too, because they they gave justification for it to happen. And I'm not mm -hmm. saying that they actually have a like I'm not saying that people's vote actually matters, but they voted on it specifically because they think they have that right to limit what you do, whether it's red yeah. or blue or fucking mm -hmm. yellow or green or whatever the fuck color we are now. Like, yeah, they think they do. And you can't I think you have a legitimate argument to being upset at those people for taking that away from you. And, you know, I think you have a legitimate argument how far that goes and how um, true it actually is that they had the capability of doing it is a different matter. But I think I think it's justified to be upset at those people both ways. Mm hmm. Yeah. So. And but I just think that like a lot of our fighting over each other, like just just with the people around you. And like, I think all that little stuff would go away if we just got rid of the right to vote. <laughs> yeah. Typo the monarchist. <laughs> I just kind of think that I don't know why. But I, I guess I mean, it's understandable why people get so up in arms about like like you know they don't they don't want their their enemy to be in control of their lives you know they don't yeah. want 
Trump to be their president, or the other side doesn't want Biden to be their president. They equally... I didn't want Trump to be my president. Yeah, I didn't want either of these people to be my president. But like, it's understandable why both sides are like looking at them like these people are fucking terrible, you know? And they're scared. They're in charge of we... me. Yeah, and I just think, you know, if we just and and to say that like we really get a say, really, like. You know, they say like a dictatorship is when you only have the right, like you, there's only one person on the ballot, but we get two people on the ballot and magically it's a democracy. Like, yeah. Oh, thank God. And yeah, I just don't now look understand. at the democracy of Iraq <laughs> or the democracy, <laughs> yeah. democracy of Afghanistan. Let's look how well yeah, it worked yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of problems, dude. They can't. And that's another fucking crazy thing, dude, is how. We can't even, like, get shit right in our own country. Like, clearly, things yeah. are bad. And we're trying and to we, make other countries. Yeah. And we're, we've are we been cl- trying to, like, reshape the world for, like, I mean, definitely after World War II. Like, we've been trying to just reshape the entire world, thinking we know yeah. best for every country and every people around the world. Like, we know shit. Oh, yeah, it's democracy, anything, bro. Democracy yeah. is the best for every country in the world. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have riots and shit for two years and, you know, people burning down cities, the largest wealth transfer in history. Um, none of that happened on our watch during under democracy. But yeah, we invaded Ooh, a country based on based off lies and then and knew it. Know, I was and knew it. And yeah, that was cool. Yeah. And like, yeah. it's just so crazy. It's so crazy. Like we can pretend that. I I don't know why that's something that if I that's something that's one of those things that's guarded in our guarded in our society where if you question democracy around in in America people start looking at you a little weird like you're like oh man you well yeah the right will look at you and think you're a communist and the left will look at you and think that you're a fascist like a fascist yeah and people get a little weirded out when you start criticizing democracy but it's like look at look what we have right now you're telling me this is good. Just look and, around and don't give me and, you know, I'll be honest, there's not another country currently right now that I would rather live in. I don't have one off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. we can't act like it's fucking perfect. And I got one last bone to pick with the Biden administration. They voted down and or called around to get everybody to vote down uh, Bernie Sanders's Yemen Resolution Act. Yeah, go fuck. Oh. them. Yeah, Fuck I saw all that. of that because Bernie it's didn't literally a genocide. It, right? I don't think he even got to propose it. It's literally a genocide in the Middle East that we are continuing. And yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something too. That's something that Biden uh, even said he would do in his uh, campaign. He actually mentioned it. Yeah. Like, bringing, bringing it into that. But I wonder. That's very strange, too, because you would think even like the the Saudis kind of like disrespected them on a national stage, like told them basically yeah. to F, uh, F off your like but, and decided to go with Russia for like an oil deal. So you would think America would be pissed off at them enough to be like, yo, fuck the Saudis. We're not petrodollar, baby. But I but I feel like. I dude, I feel like there are a lot of times like Saudi Arabia and Israel in particular have a lot of influence in our government's foreign oh, policy absolutely. establishment. Like I think those they get a lot more say than people 
people give him credit to because I just don't see so does, how. So does China. Yeah, probably too. <laughs> probably. I, I, I don't, I haven't so seen as China. much. I've only, I haven't seen as much about China, but I've seen a lot about Israel and Saudi Arabia and Ukraine, of course, but I just haven't looked. Yeah. I'm sure there's a bunch of China stuff. I just didn't look into it, but yeah, actually it's probably like a, almost every, every country leader has to know that the biggest honeypot in human history is sitting in DC. Like they all have to know that. Like all the countries yeah. go there to go to DC. They they know so they lobby the right people. They can get massive like weapon funding or just money for whatever from the US government, just like any corporation can. So there's yeah, probably a lot absolutely. of connections. But yeah, yeah dude, I'm just... surprised that they didn't stop that war because it seems like there was like a lot of good signs that it was coming to an end. Like they have a ceasefire that went on longer than they expected. And it's pretty crazy that even with and I know that there was a lot of a decent amount of political pressure coming toward the Democrats to shut it down. And they they Biden stepped in and refused. And that's yeah. Fucking- Let's talk about human 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 rights and uh, civil rights of you know people and look at Yemen and try to tell me that what we're doing there is civil or has anything to do with the rights of human humans like. It has nothing. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's pretty crazy how pretty much the entire everything we're doing in the Middle East has been put on the back burner right now. The focus has yeah. all been on Ukraine. But I mean, this war has been going on for like eight years. Like as pretty much as long as this that's so crazy, dude. I just thought about this. You know, the like the the war in Ukraine technically started like in 2014. It started more as like a civil war yeah. in in internal Ukraine. It was the same year that Obama authorized the um funding for the Saudis led war in Yemen. And when we it's basically we were funding like two proxy wars at the same same time or two wars at the same time. September 16th. 2014 is when is when it started many civil civil war wow yeah that's so crazy so obama uh, obama's foreign policy establishment got us started funding two two wars in two on two different continents and two different completely different cultures it's so insane and now well Yemen has definitely been a lot worse because, I mean, they've been blockaded completely. And, th- like, this just gives an insight of, like, why other countries hate America and, like, know that if they trust America with any anything, like, they can turn around and just sanction the shit out of them and blockade them, like, economically and starve their own people. Like, it's so yeah. crazy. Like, no wonder these countries fucking hate us, dude. Yeah, like, no fucking shit. And then, uh, the protesters fighting government forces in Kiev was February 18th, 2014. Six months they, apart. Oh my God. In a matter of six months, you fucking fund like Jesus Christ. That's so crazy, dude. Yep. But Obama was the best president we've ever had. I know. I hate when people say that, dude. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'll I'll leave it at that. Um, I'm gonna eat some dinner. I'm fucking hungry. So uh, yeah, you got 
any last words? Um, well, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Uh, me Merry Kryler. Me, Merry me and Luke apologizing for missing a few episodes. It's just been a kind of a a different month for us. But we'll get back in the saddle. And I also I was thinking maybe maybe me and you could do maybe like an extra episode for on to be released on Christmas, a Christmas special for everyone. Okay. Yeah, we'll see if we maybe we can get somebody on for that one. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We're gonna try to get back in the saddle, but um that's all I really got. Dope. Uh that's the fucking shit show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We out.